Whatever. Whatever. Who this sucks. Freaking fricks. You freaking fricks. You, wait will you learn? <laughs> Your actions have consequences. Ah, who's introing? You or me? Uh, David. Oh, David. Okay. <laughs> so he weird. got instantly. He answered. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? There's a camera. Hey, <laughs> welcome to the Triflix Cast. It's with me, David, Woo-hoo! the uh, efficiency manager man, and we got. Tristan, maybe? Yeah, that's, that's Tristan. That's me. I'm here. Oh. I'm the director. Wow. Yay. Woo. And we got Cole. Hi. <laughs> I'm the producer. Wow. <laughs> and Look at me. this is the Triflex cast. We're not looking at him. You're looking at me. Welcome. <laughs> oh, wow. That's and, hot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Season three. Season three. We're just going to mention that every time. (laughs) We are. We're in the thick of it. We're really doing it now. Two episodes in. We're in the thick of it. Yeah. (laughs) So, roll the intro. Oh, yes, the intro. (laughs) Ooh, I love the intro music. Do we we actually edit the intro in post anymore or is it just nope. fully it's just this it. is the this I is the intro bit. i do a little magic to it no magic no magic <laughs> <laughs> just a straight wow. <laughs> done hard cut that's all you guys needed so oh. welcome welcome guys welcome to the triflix cast the uh number one podcast in columbus indiana Maybe one day all of the Columbuses in the world. <laughs> <laughs> just the Columbuses. Just the Columbuses. <laughs> that'll be our uh, that'll be our goal. Just find every single Columbus and put a Triflex studio there. No matter like how <laughs> desolate the place is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just well, it's like we we podcast everything's like live like either streamed or live streamed. So it's like I guess maybe if we do a live stream we go to each town, but yeah. We'll figure that out later. Yeah, we're not there that's, yet. That's that's a later down the road decision. But, but we're in the one true Columbus right now. Yes, the, the, yeah. the, the only is, one that matters. Yes. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. We'll we'll find a way. Connell yeah. Connell will provide. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. Before we get to that, though. For the people who don't know us, don't listen to us, what do we do, Tristan? What do we do here at Triflix um, other than I drink just, water? Uh, I got the waiter thing where like the waiter comes up and asks you how I the know. food is as you take a bite. It's just the, mm-hmm. the biggest bite of food that you've had the entire meal. They're like, how are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. What's the Triflix cast? Here's a glass of water. Not uh, the cast. What do we do at Triflix? What's Triflix? Oh, we are a creative media studio based out of Columbus, Indiana, and we do photography, videography, and uh, some marketing brandy stuff here and there um and websites and websites boom yeah yeah (laughs) but uh our goal our goal as a company is to eventually attain creative freedom because that's what every artist wants (sighs) the elusive dream of creative freedom yeah so if you're i don't know if you like listening to some people talk about what the uh day-to-day is in that creative industry maybe it's cameras for the day maybe it's uh how to deal with clients that uh, won't pay you your, your bills. I don't know. <laughs> that happens too. And uh, every other week we switch between this and uh, interviewing some creative people in town. Maybe maybe they're realtors. That's pretty creative. You know, selling house. <laughs> hey, I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> with this. Sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, yeah. Artists, like actually like people that paint things, like a traditional artist or uh, yeah. I don't know. What, what else do we do? Okay. Uh, we'll interview anybody. 
Yeah. <laughs> Anybody that's got a story. <laughs> the guy off the street. Hey, uh, that would be oh. hey, that would be entertaining. Be like, hey you. Hey, yeah, we'll be on a podcast. Hey, we'll you, feed you. You there. You like filmmaking? <laughs> you like filmmaking? Oh my god. <laughs> Come on in. So yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, we're a creative media studio. We make we make artsy things and uh we we Who was we that? Get nope, nope. Who was that? I don't know who that was. It wasn't the guy at the I put my thing on the I told you guys. Here I I'll show the audience. <laughs> for the for, for those, those of you watching. Oh, it was on the work selection. Ooh. But apparently that means emails can make noises. <laughs> yeah. You might yeah. need to critique those focus modes, homie. Yeah. Do you think it actually got picked up on audio? Yeah, I heard it. It, it was oh, it in was front of it. my microphone and my yeah. phone and <laughs> my computer. Yeah. But anyways, that is who we are. This is the Triflex cast, guys. We're going to talk about a bunch of different things today. It's going to be exciting. The first thing that I'm going to throw out there is this is our actual new podcast studio. Um, we've been working very hard for the last couple of years um, to grow the company and to grow all the different divisions that we've been working on. One of those is the podcast, the Triflex cast. We've wanted our own space to be able to shoot this. We are doing that now. This is it. Yeah. 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 The The goal is like to get one. So it's like already laid out and every time we like show up, we just hit record and we're not there yet. No, but we're getting close. But this is an actual (laughs) dedicated space for it. Like this room here that we're using within our office, this is like the Mm. studio where we shoot. So it's already a huge step up over filming in uh, Tristan's family room uh, and setting it up for an hour and a half every <laughs> two weeks and yeah. recording. Oh, so we're saving. like, I'm in a dingy little corner. This is in a separate room. Yeah. We yeah. changed your shot almost yeah. every, every time. Every single time is different. Yeah. yeah. Well, Go back uh, and listen to season two, guys. Like, I mean, we, we took a lot of notes too from that. And one of the things was like, we want to make it, even though David's at a far end of the table and we can seat four people at the big table now. Oh yeah. We oh, want we David to, yeah, 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 it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> We want David to feel like he's a part of the awesome, though. Yes. So yeah. that was why we, we got some designs on the walls. That these I, lovely hexagons. These hexagons. All these colors everywhere behind us. Never some sexy hexes. <laughs> Very <laughs> stuck to the wall. Definitely don't need to be reapplied every week. Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> all the time we're saving on podcast setup of having a designated room just got allocated to reapplying. <laughs> Hexagons. We have a subscribe and save on Amazon for the tape that we put <laughs> Just on the, the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we're getting there. Um, that's the exciting thing. So we're going to talk a lot about this season. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about how the companies continue to grow and all the different things that we're doing. So mm-hmm. um, with all of that being said, we're going to go back to that segue that Condal will provide. Oh, we, uh, need, we talked about this uh, briefly yeah. in the last episode. So I thought uh, we would add it to the outline and maybe give some context to this phrase because it's we kind have, of a triflex insider we talked about it last part uh, it yeah. was mentioned yes oh. it, was, it was dropped <laughs> yes just yeah. the only phrase okay just the uh, condo will provide well tri- yeah. triple segue we do websites we had a mm-hmm. client named condo and uh it, he created an internal phrase for us that i don't even think he's aware of at this nope. point this will um, be the, uh, the, we're making this phrase now public and the reason behind it for the first time so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah insider so, you, yeah. get a, you get a business, you start developing, you get customers, and everybody has their own personality, and out of those personalities come quirks or just uh, just inside jokes that evolve, mm. and, and you run with them. And one of them was we had to have filler text on a website so yeah. the client can understand how things will be laid out and how all the, the information will be conveyed and the fonts and stuff. So as a filler, I just started writing, Condal will provide the text <laughs> for this paragraph. 
Right. And eventually it got abbreviated to Condal Will Provide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this whole website is like eight pages and every single page just is repeated Condal Will Provide, Condal yeah. Will Provide. It became a chant in the office, Condal yeah. Will Provide. Well, I think I was the first one that pointed out how weird it was because you were in your own little bubble just working on it, not yeah. really caring about it. And I turned one day when I was in the office and I just see you staring at this website and it says in like five or six different places, Condal Will Provide. And I'm like, mm, okay, I'm just working. What are we doing here? Who, who are the clients that we are yeah. opening up to? We're developing a cult website where Condal, Condal will provide. Some mantra. And so it I sounds ask, like that's our cult. Yeah. Really. yeah. Condal will provide. Yeah. Condal will provide. Yeah. yeah. So now anytime money is comes into question of purchasing things or when's the project going to be due, when's, when's something going to be done, it's like, I don't worry, Condal will provide. Yeah. It's just really funny because I, I just saw that and I pointed it out. I was like, that sounds like a weird cult that you're working on right now. Yeah. What is this website? I had no idea what it was. Yeah, Tr Tristan was the lead on that on yeah. that site. So, and those are that's just like one of those little fun. I mean, mm. the inside of like Triflix, like of course, like every company has those things where there's the banter between the employees. But like, you know, right. all these projects take a life of their own sometimes, and it creates these little phrases, and that we're like, hey, yeah. it, it means something to us. So, yeah. watch out for that one. Yeah, that's the that's the Triflix phrase one probably get used for the rest of the podcast. So. Bundle will provide. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of phrases, that mm -hmm. segues us into, do you like filmmaking? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, this was, this is one of those things I'm, I'm going to get us started, but I have, I don't remember what the whole deal was, but good, we had man. talked about, and I guess in the last episode, we had talked about a, uh, mm -hmm. a filmmaking sketch in an alley. Do you like filmmaking? So Tristan can provide. Dude, yeah, I, Tristan will provide. I have the memory of a goldfish, and a True. senile goldfish at that. Yeah, I don't remember. I know that I know where it came from, but I don't remember talking about it prior to this. So let's let's jump into it. Uh, do you like filmmaking? <laughs> I started at the beginning. <laughs> See, this do was you, supposed to be do you serious. Like filmmaking? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's an expression that came from. Uh, we were trying to put together like a trailer for the channel in YouTube you, channel. YouTube channel, yeah. Mm -hmm. And all the YouTube advice on what a good trailer is is like in the first five seconds, you have to address the person watching and whether or not this video is going to be for them, and that will draw them in to watch the rest. So we try to pose a question of like, well, who do we want to watch our videos? It's like people like filmmaking, of course. And yeah. somehow, the phrase "Do you like filmmaking?" got pitched as the question logically it makes sense let's do it however the way the i don't know the linguistics or whatever how, the, the frequency <laughs> my voice hits when, yeah. when passing it out <laughs> has to be well and oh, we man. work uh, off the channel all the time and so when yeah. you go to the channel it's auto played as mm -hmm. the trailer so it's like it's also started because it would be like go to the channel and somebody's computer indefinitely every day do you like filmmaking? And that's as far as it would go where you would hit <laughs> it pause. Was cut off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it just had the between the annoyance of of how it sounds and then the infrequency of like you're just in the middle of working and it's like a fly landing on your shoulder. <laughs> play it again, play it again. Here we go. Do you like filmmaking, starting a business or Yeah. Do you like 
filmmaking. Which, which we make fun of it because it's just one of those things that gets stuck in your head and we yeah. all kind of have that tendency to regurgitate little things like that to each <laughs> yeah. other. We, um, we put it on all three of our channels, oh, right? Yeah. And so it didn't matter what channel you were going to, you were just hit. Do you like filmmaking? Yeah. <laughs> and I like the commercial, like the the, yeah. the ad, ad, the trailer, whatever you want to call it, is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it, it hits all the things. Filmmaking, are you starting a business? Mm-hmm. Like all the things that we're doing that we're trying to show on the channels, like it's there. Yeah. yeah. It just really overshadows the rest of the video because the first five <laughs> seconds I pause and then I watched it back through the other day. Yeah. And I forgot we did the scene where we were doing, I think it was for Teams. And uh, or a Triflix team, and it's like our BTS channel where we explain like what it's like to be on set. And there's a shot where uh, it's <laughs> tight on me, and we have a whole set going on behind us. And then we're talking about how legitimate our company is, and how we're trying really hard to push our capabilities. And then it zooms out, and it just shows a TV behind me, and the whole set <laughs> on behind me was like some copyrighted uh what is it uh stock footage or something playing in the background of people working on set it actually has um what is it watermarks on it but because we were zoomed in it was on a tv and it was like you know off in the distance kind of like blurred you couldn't even see it yeah and there's actually a part where you can tell in the video even though it's out of focus you can see where the video starts to loop because there's a guy in the background (laughs) and he just disappears I'm going to look for that. I think it's as he walks behind my head, you can see part of his body just disappear. I just love that we make video. Like we work with clients. We work with some clients that are not so not like high profile. And it's like we're doing these jobs and then like our trailer, it's like we shoved it in front of a TV and it's a fake studio. Yeah, yeah. Well, that comes from wanting to shoot a video a week. We we initially had this idea of, how can we put out at least one piece of content a week that's video related or maybe it's like an event and we were just able to like get a bunch of stock photos for the day. Yep. Uh, and we were able to do it for a couple of weeks and then we just started getting over overworked. Like we just, we mm. had a lot of really good clients that we were able to take in and then we hired a, a new guy, Daniel, that was on last episode and we had a little more time. We shoot some fun stuff here and there and now mm. we're at capacity again. And it's just, Huzzah. it's the cycle. It is the cycle. I was actually just having a discussion with somebody about this today and it's like, it's that balancing act. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about the fact that like, it's never quite level, right? But you're like always teetering between like capacity, under capacity, and but like pulling new clients. And then you, you know, you're going back and forth the whole time. And it's like, mm-hmm. as long as it's not stagnant, mm-hmm. we're good. Well, it would get boring too. I yeah. feel like I, idealistically, it's like, oh, I'd love to have a schedule. I do the nine to five and, you know, and then afterwards I do this for an hour and then I do this for two hours and I go to bed and repeat and every day is the same. And it's like, there is some comfort in that, but mm. yeah, like steady pay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a salary, health insurance, my voice doesn't have that. <laughs> Sounds underrated. Vacation days <laughs> or overrated, my bad. Yeah. yeah, vacation days. Yeah, it's oh, like my goodness. Tristan and I have had the conversation many a time. It's like, what are you doing? I'm on vacation. Oh, you're working. Yep, yeah, I'm working yeah. from home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember like the first vacation. Like, I think he took this year. He was like, oh, we're going to go on vacation, and we got a wedding shoot to do during it, so it's perfect. And I was like... <laughs> that was just you, smart. You know that's just not a vacation. <laughs> no, that was just... That was it smart. It is smart, but yeah. at the same time... That's, no, I get it. Like, but that's not a vacation. Uh, I learned that on the honeymoon, though. Yeah. We, we went on our honeymoon, and I we had a great time, but the downtime was filled with her reading books, because mm. that's what she does for fun. For yep. me, I want to play video games, and I think it would probably be really silly to 
I couldn't take a computer with me anyways, but the, yeah. I don't have something to fill my time. And all I know is work. Yep. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm on my honeymoon and like three days in, my wife's like, you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm just kind of bored. She's like, well, what would you like to do? I was like, I wish I had my laptop so I could actually get some work done. <laughs> it's like, that's like what goodness. I enjoy. It's fun for mm-hmm. me. You know, that's why we started the business. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I think another aspect of it is that I recently felt at the my last vacation is I know that when I'm on vacation that I'm not making money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. we have some things that of course bring in revenue, but the fact is, is like, if I'm not continually trying to reach out to clients and keep things moving and getting new clients and making sure projects get done, we don't make money, then I don't make money. But then the new aspect of our business is the fact that we have, you know, we have one person that's on actually on payroll. Mm-hmm. Um, and then David over here, we, we pay him as a 1099 contractor, yep. but that's still two people that depend on us, you know, every month to, to pay for the hours and the work that they're putting in. And so mm. I feel, and it's not a bad pressure, yeah, or three months, but I feel later. the pressure, right? It's like, yeah, I'm on vacation and it's, it's not just my finances that I have to take into consideration. You know, I also need to make sure that the business is pulling right. in money to pay the people that do the work for us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's been a new experience for the last month. And so it's just been an interesting thing to like have in the back of your head while you're sitting, you know, I was like sitting on the beach and you're like, Oh man, hope everybody can get paid. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) (laughs) do do you, do you have those similar, uh, thoughts and feelings? Tristan Tristan also doesn't run the payroll, but (laughs) I, I I've had to, I've managed David for two and a half, three years now. And yeah, 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 I've, I've been keeping him paid, but I've, uh, I grew up in a situation where, we didn't have necessarily a lot of money, but we had everything covered that we needed to. Yeah. For, and like from my perspective as a child, like there was never a point where I was like, I'm without. Yeah. And I've just kind of carried that mindset. It's like I was in that situation growing up and I never felt like I was without anything. So like even now, even like on a hard week or something or like it's a slow week or whatever the situation is, I never feel that like pressure of I have to perform for money. Like, I, I've never had that, like, oh, if I don't do this, these things don't get paid because I just work all the time and that's what I enjoy doing. So I've never really been in a position where it's like, if I don't work, you know, that's what I do for fun. So it's not really a same mindset, I think. Well, and that's, I, I think that that, <laughs> that that is very telling of, you know, the, the roles that Tristan and I play in the company running it and then the, just just the mindsets but those opposite mindsets yeah. help you know what i mean to be able to balance the, the different parts of it i'm the creative director because i live in fantasy land pretty much <laughs> i mean living in his imagination Woo, the world's happy what, what no, are taxes okay, but legitimately i don't i don't i don't have social media i don't watch the news i literally live in fantasy land he I does don't, i don't know what's going on ever i'm just here to to come up with creative ideas and make clients happy and it's and it and that's that's what I'm saying though it's like it's perfect because it works yeah because there there doesn't need to be two of us that are like oh man yeah. you know and not that I'm thing. not saying that I'm like sitting there sweating it going we're not going to pay our bills because you know we're, we're in a really we're in a position where we yeah. are doing very well and we're you know we're working through it and so people do get paid on time and things happen which is great um, but still right yeah. it's it has to always be a, a perpetual machine that's continually moving to be able to continue to do all of that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the only thing, right? And mm. I, we care a lot about the people that work for us. 
yeah. and we want to continue that tradition on. I mean, that's that's. You care about me. Come I do. Uh. I do because everybody <laughs> plays a role, and without you guys, it wouldn't be where it is. So mm. yeah. it's being able to continue that on. I mean, of course, Tristan and I, we care more about making sure everybody else is taken care of before us and that's the point so it's just you know i think it's good to think about that stuff and it's okay that we both don't because again we have to balance each other and we talked about that before we partnered because the the thought was you have a steady job like you've developed a company where you were doing photography and it paid your bills really well i was doing video it paid my bills really well and it was like all right we we merge what happens yeah like well now we do photo and video we're one company it's like (laughs) Yeah, but but why? Like, we both make a living. Why do we need a partner? And from there, it was like, well, what do I not enjoy doing? Or what do I really like doing? And out of that came, it, you're very structured. And you, I mean, we both have a little bit of that element, but you're definitely more so. And it's like you wanted to be a little more hands-on um, to some of the things that I don't enjoy doing, which is like <laughs> reaching out to the clients and finding more work. It's like I enjoy doing the work, but the client interaction isn't something I excel at and it's not something I enjoy and you're like no I love the customer face I love finding people and like interacting with them and building those relationships and I was like great you go find work and I'll get the work done and uh it's yeah that's been a large part of it I mean you still do the photography side but even when you're doing that you're building a lot of like relationships because you're still customer face for all those interactions yeah. yep there's been some key moments too during your uh, <laughs> customer interactions thank that you constantly yeah uh, thank you david to in the office <laughs> yeah let's uh let's talk about one of those actually because it's on the list here i have yeah. to mentally prepare for it can you uh can you lead me into it of course i can associate of memory so this was like around the t- maybe a week after we moved into the office maybe yeah, Maybe it, was, a week or two. it was pretty early on in like getting mm-hmm. things set up uh, yeah. for sure. So, yeah, Cause that's what we were doing. We we're all in the office. We we're all doing our own thing. You were, I think, prepping your desk. That's cable management. Cable management. <laughs> Watch out. He's had an issue today. I have a, I need more <laughs> coffee or something. Yeah. You I were cable know. managing your desk. <laughs> or you, maybe you showed up yeah. <laughs> drinking too much. Yeah. You were editing. Uh, I was he either was editing or I was working on Monday, getting our systems all set yeah. up and configured. And uh, you were reaching out to a client about yeah. something. Yeah. So I was customer faced on this. So if it's like a previous existing project that, I've had a lot of interaction with or a past client mm. and they know me as the face of the company in some regard. And it's like, I'm trying to migrate them off to him, but every once in a while we have a couple of people that still want to reach out to me. We That's, like to keep people comfortable. Yeah. Mm. We, we don't want to mm-hmm. change it up too much. Uh, we want them to feel like, uh, they're, you know, they're respected and, uh, keep that relationship going. So, cause like, yeah. isn't that the worst too, when you get a hold of like a big company and they send you to like six different people and you never have the same person to help support you. Yeah. We're yep. really trying to avoid that the best that we possibly can. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, <laughs> always CC it, always doing group calls and stuff. Exactly. Helps. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I have to call up this client and I get the voicemail and you know, you hear it all the time and it's like, Hey, name number and leave it after the the message and we'll follow back up with you. And then it beeps and you leave your message. I start with, hello, this is Tristan Watkins, uh, with Triflux LLC. And then right before I could finish the rest of my sentence on why I'm calling them, all the audio that I just said starts playing back. So hello, my name is Tristan. Hello, my name is Tristan. And it just keeps looping itself. And without thinking, 
I was so confused and perplexed. I just pull the phone down and look at the phone as if like the phone's broken. And I just say WTF. <laughs> Fully spelled out said. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't the word acronym. Word for word. <laughs> as I'm calling a nonprofit church organization and I just immediately freeze. And I'm like, there's that two, three seconds of freeze. And then I'm like, oh, wait. At the end, you can usually, I think it's press five or press seven, and you can change the message. Yeah. I wait the full 30 seconds. We talked during that span of time because everybody freaked out because we knew what he did. Everybody's yeah. looking around. We were like, what did you just do? <laughs> well, Tristan was, he's like looking at it, he's like, what should I do next? Yeah. What am I going to do next? So so I, I the, the phone is we're muted. We're like, wait for the menu, wait for the menu. <laughs> I hit the mute at this point, but we're all like kind of, we're just like frozen, and everybody's looking around confused, and everybody's like, what do we do as... And I'm like, well, I'll wait to the end. I'll just do five and uh, I'll leave a new voicemail. I'll update it. That's pretty typical for the last, what, 15, 20 years that's been installed on phones. For sure. It's normal. Well, (laughs) this one was not normal. (laughs) Something was definitely wrong. It just goes, done. Yeah, Yeah, done. So I just left. So some church has a voicemail on a message machine of uh, someone introducing themselves, saying the company they work for, (laughs) and then immediately cursing. (laughs) And uh, the best part out of all this, other than like the three days of anxiety I had and didn't know how to handle the situation, we we handled it. It went well. The customer, they were totally cool. Uh, it never even came up. We just chose to ignore it. Ignore we talked it. about. Never happened. I mean, never. literally, we could have had a whiteboard and went through all the options because we just kept going like, "What should we do? What's next? Like, should we address it? Should we not?" And I finally, was... I just looked at him. I told him, "I said, pretend like it never happened. And if they bring it up, we'll address <laughs> it." But I'm like, "There's a possibility everybody will be too embarrassed to talk about it. So mm-hmm. just pretend like it didn't exist." <laughs> I was I, see. This is why he's customer face because I was prepared just to never contact them again and just drop the project and <laughs> be like, a new business. <laughs> "Move to another it's not state." Not a little project either. <laughs> no, it was a really big deal. Yes. <laughs> Well, it was for a charity too, so it's like, well, I have oh, to, we man. have to follow up because like this, the money of this project was supposed to go to the charities to, yeah. to help out people that need it. Mm. So it was just, it was so funny. And the best part though is we out have of all the clients security cams in the office. So hey, hey. yeah, we do. We can go yep. back and we and David's like, hey, check this out, and he has the footage pulled <laughs> on a timeline and he's making some meme edit, some joke video. Uh, which really helped lighten the mood of the whole situation. <laughs> which <laughs> I, which I as, yeah. as we're recording this, it has not yeah. been released, but I am going to go ahead and put it out there with this episode. So you guys are oh, more than welcome awesome. to go to our social media channels and check out the video. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll get on the team channel or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll yeah. also, it's short enough that I'll go ahead and it'll be on. Ooh. It's on, as we're speaking now, guys, it's mm-hmm. on uh, Instagram and Facebook. So check mm-hmm. it out. Awesome. Yeah. Good. And maybe maybe <laughs> it's someday, a great edit too. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe someday we we've been talking about, you know, YouTube's going nuts with their ads and I'm going off script here, but uh YouTube's going nuts <laughs> with their ads. Yeah. David watched a two second video today and he had to watch what, a five, ten, fifteen second ad. Yeah, before? it loaded up like a minute ad and I was like, I just wanna look at this I was just trying to find like a sound effect. I was like, is this the right sound effect? And I had to wait like a minute to That's just watch ridiculous. it. Ridiculous. Yeah. Unnecessary. Someday, maybe we'll be able to host everything on our own platform. And on our own platform, if, the idea. if you would like 
maybe we could have an adult section for explicit <laughs> content. I don't like how you worded that. At I was going to say I don't adult like content. Content. Good. No. Uh, <laughs> rated R. Thirteen. That's rated M for mature. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So no, nothing uh, above that. Maybe maybe someday we'll have uh, a section where maybe you you don't want the censored version of some of the stuff we put out, and uh, maybe maybe we can have a home for it, and you can f- see in all of its glory maybe how like a flustered Patreon I was. Subscriber thing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. someday. This will be a conversation for later. Yeah. <laughs> a, a, a world with less ads would be a better world. Yeah. Yeah, you just got to pay for YouTube like I do. What do you, how much Are is you it? Paying for YouTube. Uh, so it's actually, this isn't, we're not sponsored or anything, okay? Um, we, I pay for a family plan. So I think it's like fourteen ninety nine a month. And then mm. it, you get yeah. access to six, six people have access to the account. Uh, usually, you know, family members, and then you get access to YouTube Premium, uh, YouTube Music, and then there's a couple other things that come along with it. Uh, but you have no ads. No ads. I haven't seen an ad on YouTube in a long time. I have. I have ad blocker. I'm a. I'm a chump. Ooh, you're that yeah, guy. I'm that type of guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, talking about like clients and like your interesting interactions with them, there was also this time where you shot D log footage. Which is, I, I don't know how to explain that very well. What is D-Log? This was me. This uh, was you? Yeah, I screwed okay. up. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so I haven't heard much about it. Go uh, ahead and explain D-Log and then I'll, yeah, I'll we'll finish hand it you off. up. Yeah, yeah so lo- uh, there's, there's different types of footage that you shoot with cameras. And um, what you shoot with your phone is like Rec. 709 normally. Most phones would shoot that. And it's like colorful and vivid and, and, and it, it looks the way that it will look on a computer. There's logarithmic, which is all the colors are compressed, so that way when you're editing, you can add color to it and make it brighter or darker. And then there's also raw, which gives you even more control than that. But in this specific case, it was logarithmic. Um, And the thing about logarithmic is it requires some special treatment in the environment that you're shooting in. Yeah, it's it's I'm <laughs> I've found out the hard way that it's one of those things that uh, it's not so cut and dry like I assumed it to be <laughs> like some of our other recording formats. So I thought, hey, I'll do everybody a favor because a lot of times when you shoot in log or raw, you get more data in the image. Mm-hmm. Um, that way you can do more editing and you can have a better image at the end. So it helps in many different ways if you shoot right. So (laughs) I was like, you know what? So we're at a wedding, which is the Mm. awesome part. And they're like, they wanted some drone footage. So I was like, we'll put the drone up. And I found through the settings, through doing some research that you could shoot and log on the drone. And I was like, hey, great. Like, I'll just, I'll do this and it will help everyone. And everyone will be so happy with me because I shot and log. Um, <laughs> that was the idea. That was the idea. Oh, where's this going? Are we more happy? <laughs> uh, we don't know, actually. Oh, no. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that here at the end. Um, so I throw the drone up. Uh, footage looked pretty decent. Uh, our drone has a built-in monitor um, on the actual controller. So I figured, hey, it looks great. You know, I understand how ISO and shutter works and frame mm. rates. So shot it, thought it looked great. Um, pulled it up on the computer after the fact, and we had a ton of grain. It just looked like the ISO had been completely blown out. And uh, Tristan was like, what'd you do? And I was like, I shot it in log, and that what I was supposed to do? And he's it's, like, we haven't even tested that. Dude, it's like whenever your kid washes your car for you, like trying to do a nice gesture, but they like use sandpaper. <laughs> oh no. That's, that is very accurate. I felt so bad too. You're like, oh, 
Good effort. So <laughs> don't ever do it again. Yes. And so to add insult to injury, oh. we had been hired as a third party to shoot this wedding for another studio and we were not editing the footage. So we literally shot the footage and handed it off to another studio and uh, we never heard anything. So I assume they were able to grade it. I asked them how the video turned out and they said the video was great. So well, you know. they also didn't hire us for drone footage. So I don't feel like... Correct, you know. but still, you know, it's like, hey, like, I put my faith in this other studio that knows video, supposedly, and then mm. somebody gave the drone to the producer, and <laughs> and he goes, like, you yeah. know, I was shooting log. Yeah, oh, that's not entirely, like, it's not the inexperience, yeah. but then also, like, I don't fly drone enough to be comfortable flying it for a wedding, yeah. because mm -hmm. your drone is very different than the model that I flew with prior to you joining. Yeah. And I, we don't use that drone anymore because it's worse. Uh, it's just, it's right. just not as good. Well, let's let's be completely clear. Like I am in the triflix realm of everything. I am the drone pilot. Um, I have you know all the qualifications to do so. I've been flying for a very long time. I just have never shot in log. Yeah. So that's mm. that's the the biggest part to it is I've done a ton of stills. Yeah. I understand how that works. I shoot in raw. All of that mm -hmm. makes sense. But I was like, oh, log, it's gotta be close to raw for a photo. You can get right. more data, let's do this. And yeah. I still yeah. do not understand it at all. Yeah. So, so I don't touch it. So there, we've had <laughs> issues with things like this before where, where somebody- uh, First time that we shot in log. Yeah, the first yeah. time for the yeah. first time we shot in log, it was the, the same issue. Uh, yeah. We were hired by a client to do uh, DP work or run the camera, you know, shoot no. with our camera for a, a short film festival. I thought it was- um, Wolfgang's wedding. Oh, I think we put it was, on log. Was that the first one? I think they're I think so, really we, close. Like, really, we had a really weird exposure problem, uh, and like we were trying to pull the data out of the highlights, and it, everything was almost too grainy. But we made it work. Regardless, yeah, I think you're picking up on the trend. Yes, <laughs> we're using yeah. we're, we're using some really cool new tech, and we. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. hadn't had the chance to practice with it yes. enough. We've, we yes. tested it out, but it wasn't mm -hmm. robust enough of a test. Well, yeah. testing so, and practicing are two different things right. as well. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it's so, really hard to, yeah. So instead of a drone though, we had in, uh, in log footage and the letter in front just denotes the company that's making this type, you know, like you get yeah. a Sony TV, you get a uh, Vizio TV or whatever. The type of log was designed by Nikon, so it's in log and in his case, it was D-Log for Ninja. Doesn't make a difference, just the company DJI, makes it. but that's okay. What'd I say? Ninja. Yeah. <laughs> Ninja in, it's all the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are Atmos, those are different companies. Thank <laughs> yeah. you for clarifying. They would have been so confused about something they'll never buy. How does the D come never from Ninja? Know. <laughs> does he know something I don't? <laughs> Affiliate links in the description. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I mean, we're at a, a wedding and um, we got this uh, new device that allows us to shoot wider range. Same mm -hmm. same logic that he more had. Data. It's like, oh, more data. This will be so yes. much better. And we tested a little bit in office. It worked out really well in a controlled light environment. Oh, yeah. That's the key for log. It has yeah. to be a, a controlled light environment. And you have to uh, set your exposure or like the lightness values, how bright or dark the scene is. Right appropriately well mm -hmm. we go to this wedding and i don't change it the settings enough so we go into some environments that are really dark like in a dark sanctuary for a, a wedding ceremony and yep. what i should have done is just not shot log because if it's that dark and you don't have enough light it, the footage just looks really grainy and we mm -hmm. had that situation with the other wedding yep 
Now the outside shots, I was pleasantly surprised because I didn't expose properly, but you can pull so much data out of the highlights. So we're like outside and they look like golden mm -hmm. angels. Everything's just like yeah. so like halos around them somehow. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> there's just glowing. so much light going on. And then post, we're able to like pull that down. So it had uses where it saved me in, in certain situations. And then it was also the downfall of others. And it was just yep. not getting to practice enough with it. And I mean, we tested with it, but it wasn't in a, it was in our in office environment where we had lights set up and the exposure or the lighting was very similar throughout the whole shoot. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, yeah. D log, N log, all the logs, they just, they have a lot of pros, but you gotta look at the cons before you start shooting with it. Yep. Mm -hmm. And Cole yep. needs to stay in his lane. No, <laughs> just, knowing, just knowing the tools that you're working you with. Good. When you swip, switch that, I can't talk. You're so I'm right, Cole. When you flip that switch, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Cole. I can't talk today. When you flip the switch for going, you just can't use the same like practices you're doing because you think it's going to behave the same way, but yeah. you have to note to adjust like the ISO and everything. Yeah. Well, and that's and been that, that was the biggest downfall. Well, yeah, not and it's just one of those things where I assumed which assumptions always a thing to get you. Yep. Yeah, I yeah, assume that, that the skills that I had learned in still photography would mostly move over to video and mm -hmm. not to say that some of those do not, because mm -hmm. you still have to understand the basics of how a camera works yeah. and what those things do. Like what, how is that manipulating your image? But at the end of the day, there were just certain things, you know, shooting a raw photo is, you know, the same practice in like, you know, theory it's mm -hmm. not the same thing though because it just yeah. manipulates differently mm -hmm. yeah and i think part of it too is like you can look down on anybody whenever they're like trying out something new and it doesn't work out like you came in i was like what'd you do buddy and it wasn't i wasn't trying to like make it you know make oh, you yeah. feel bad about it because no. at the same time that's how you yeah. learn and while we would prefer it always be practiced behind closed doors where no one could see us ever make mistakes right the, that's just not reality it's not and i, f I feel like there's just a, a lot of culture right now where like you're expected to perform a certain way in the public eye and i don't want to propose that's how we run our company like we we're human we do our best and even whenever we make squeaky mistakes we <laughs> always try to pull it back together uh, and squeaky bottle had i i did tell the client to in this situation for the for the the drone wedding i said if you need anything for that footage, I can grade it because I have had to grade bad log footage before. Um, <laughs> and I know what that process <laughs> yep. looks like. It's salvageable. It's mm. just not to the quality that we want. Yeah. To the client, they were totally happy mm. with it. But like we want to keep pushing ourselves so we can get better. And then also yep. with that other client that were the wedding we shot with the yep. um, grainy footage, after we shot like three or four more projects and I learned more about it, I went back and re-edited it. Re-edited it, and I didn't reshoot it. I re-edited the projects, and I sent it off to them, and they were very happy. Not, I mean, I could have just been like, you know, that's what footage looks like now, but you know, I owned up to it, and they were very happy about it. So. Mm -hmm. uh, through it all, you learn how to do things better and uh, yes. you find workarounds for things that you might run into in the future. Yeah. Whenever somebody comes to me with like a, an issue or like a mistake they've made, I try not to emphasize like, uh, it's a mistake and you should feel bad. Cause like some people do that and I don't, I don't think that's right. 
because I I want to encourage like experimenting and like learning new things because like a part of the learning <laughs> process is making those mistakes. Yeah, um, it's true. Not to justify past mistakes, but when it's like other people, it's <laughs> like I know I've made mistakes and I've messed up really bad. And oh, so yeah. if other people have made mistakes, like. I want to make sure I can like help them get on the right track and not just like discourage them to the point where they just want to give up and like become a lumberjack and yeah. just not do what they want to do anymore. <laughs> but in house, we, yeah. we we do it very satirically and we just rip each other all the time. Yes. <laughs> which oh absolutely. Which speaking, the, between friends is completely different. Yeah. Yeah. Which speaking of you know making somebody want to pick another profession and making mistakes and things like that. <laughs> Oh, what's a mistake that happens at weddings, Tristan? <laughs> uh, that's very ambiguous. Are you leading me into something? I am leading you into something. I might go to the left to look at the You're notes. not even yeah. looking at the outline, are you? Oh. What is something... This is going to be controversial, yeah. and we... we no, it's already like controversial. That. No, no, because I know. I'm, We're going to continue it on because I say, why not? Especially yeah. with the circumstances of what was happening, and like I'm... I'm not like the best videographer or photographer in the world, but I can tell you at least like what I saw, what we're about to talk about. It was very obvious, like what should have been prioritized and like, <laughs> yeah. So, so get it. Everybody, get it, go into it. everybody, you know, uh, does something, you know, and when you, <laughs> when you do something for a living, it becomes even a little more meaningful because it's how you make your income. Yup. And when it's about that, people get defensive um, mm. So I was shooting a wedding. We were all shooting a wedding. You're actually. being so nice. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm a nice guy. And I would say this. <laughs> we're nice. People. I would say it to their face either way. Uh, whoever falls into this category, right? When you're doing your job, it's okay to like you know be cautious of how people view you and like trying to do a good job and all. But at the same time, you gotta. Where am I going with this? Hold up. Yeah, I mean, it's give easy me like to get trapped in a bubble. You're yeah, yeah. Of your own work. Yeah, you're getting trapped in your own bubble. So what happened is we're shooting a wedding all together, and as we're going throughout the day, there's a clicking sound, and not like like uh not like somebody in a wheelchair and like the, every time the wheel goes around it's like a subtle little click or something like not somebody's got tape on the bottom of their shoe and it's clicking on the floor like a loud gun is going off, maybe like a quiet gun, a very loud sound's going off. And we're looking around. It's the photographer's camera. And the photographer's camera, yeah, it's really annoying to me in my ears. It's really annoying to my video when I'm shooting a wedding exactly like that, but like 20 times in a minute. So like every other second or it just shutters really fast. And it's so loud. And it's not just impacting our ability to get good audio for the video. And like, oh, I don't want to. I'm like thinking to myself, I'm not trying to be too defensive here because, you know, they have to do a good job. Right. Well, how does a photographer take a video without making a loud noise type of question? And it's also interrupting the entire ceremony because these loud shutters are going off as they're doing their I do's of everything. Ooh. Oh my gosh, that's a loud sound. That one's horrible. And it was just this sound all <laughs> over, over and over again. It was driving me nuts. And I was really focused the day we were shooting it and it was annoying enough that it bothered me, but it wasn't annoying enough that I said anything until we start editing the footage. Yep. And as we're editing everything, it just becomes so much more apparent whenever the couple is reading letters to each other and it's supposed to be the sentimental yeah. moment and it's just ruining our take. And I put a comment on Facebook and I said, I will never, and I will stand by this, I will never recommend a wedding photographer that shoots with 
without silent shutter. And what silent shutter is, it's a feature for newer cameras that are probably, I think you can get it for like $1,200 and up cameras, often offer this feature that reduces that sound to 2% of what it sounds like in wow. any other situation. Or sometimes none at all. It's sometimes <laughs> none at all. Yeah, it so, depends on the type of camera, but yes. <laughs> so Silent. The, it's, it's completely quiet. Yes. And actually, you know what? No, there was a $300 Nikon camera I worked with uh, for another client, and they, they had this camera available, and they asked me to turn off the shutter sound. It was a $300 camera, and it had it. And the issue that comes with this uh, became evident because somebody commented on the photo, and it's somebody that heard the, the post, and somebody I would actually like to have on the podcast sometime just to talk about it more. Hey. <laughs> and they said, uh, they basically pointed out that I don't know enough about that subject. Uh, and I, to, to their credit, I don't uh, do photography, so it's not something I experience a lot. When you use silent shutter, it can cause banding, which is just some like color artifacts and it, it makes the image look less high quality. And to a photographer, their job is to get really good images. To me, it's to get really good video with clean audio. So we're at this point of both being defensive about what we do and why we're doing more is more important. And yeah. then I was talking to Cole and David about it. And it's like, we came to the conclusion, maybe I'm speaking for everybody too much here, but it came to the conclusion. It's like, well, mm. what's best for the wedding and what's best for the client? And it's like, not only is it interrupting their video audio, but it's also really annoying for the ceremony and the day of. And I've, I, I looked up more on the information on the banding issue and the artifacts. It only occurs on lower end cameras. And his comment was that um, you should recommend based on quality, not just the tech that somebody uses. And I fully agree with that. The quality somebody brings is utmost first, but the I second agree. priority is how well and easy is it for me to interact with that person, not just socially, but yeah. technically and logistically. And he mm. also states that it's a gimmicky feature. Gimmicky, okay, which I, I, I read over that. Which I don't, I, I don't believe, especially it's not for gimmicky this. At all. Like this use case, you want to have something silent. But yes. this, like, and there are very yeah. loud cameras. I, I know yeah, some yeah. cameras with shutter are less uh, noticeable. Yeah. So it was a very specific situation that we ran into. Yeah, and it's, and it's becoming more and more common, the fact that you have the ability to switch between a mechanical and electronic shutter mm -hmm. to be able to have silence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's a thing, and I think, I mean, there's more than just wedding use cases for this. There's yeah. plenty of times. I mean, there are times where I will go to shoot with Tristan, and he will, you know, he'll be working on shooting video work, and we need mm -hmm. to watch our sound, mm -hmm. and so I can switch to a silent shutter and have the ability to take really good quality behind-the-scenes photos. Yeah. Now, we shoot everything on mirrorless, so we have that option, but by no means does that feel gimmicky to me that feels like an extra feature to help me do my job the right way yeah, yeah. and a devil's advocate to the situation be like well maybe you could like do another take where they're just not taking photos like you know be yep. aware like this happened we can just ask them hey we're going to do this again right like can you not take photos but also to go against that it's during a wedding day well yeah like you can't just always do things over time. and over like you, there's a schedule and like you if you have a bridezilla that's really not going to happen very well mm -hmm. and so it's just i don't know just being aware like when you're doing your job especially like they're standing there reading things out loud <laughs> oh my click, gosh like click, they're not reading it so that you can hear it in the picture click, click. <laughs> it's just, it just uh, some things you just need to be aware of what's happening yeah and the the funny thing was uh well I don't, there yeah. was two photographers, so it was twice as bad as any other wedding oh, I'd experienced. <laughs> uh, 
it's true. And all this to say is like you, whenever you're trying to identify issues, you can't fully look outside of yourself. Like you have to look inside a little bit. And yeah. moving forward, we do have a list of questions that we already had existing of what we talked to a wedding couple about. And we've added to this list, asterisk, yeah. we've added this to the list, uh, that we mention and manage expectations better. And that expectation mm. specifically is, do you want good audio? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Does your photographer have silent shutter and are they willing to use it for good audio? Yeah. And you said, like, you only recommend those who offer silent shutter. So yeah. not only silent shutter, but, yeah. like, you know, make sure it's an option. So, like, when you're doing things. Yeah. Well, yeah. We've yeah. worked with so many good camera operators, you know, people that, that are photographers that come and work at weddings. And 90% yeah. of the people we worked with, we've really liked. Mm -hmm. And they think about that. And it's, it's a, you know, it's a balancing act between our crew and them, you know, mm -hmm. always. And the yeah. people who are willing to work with us are the people that we're willing to work with, you know, all of that plays out to give the yeah. best product from them and the best product from us. Mm -hmm. And everybody goes home happy, which is right. the idea. And yeah. I think there are some photographers that we've worked with, it's a very small number of them mm -hmm. that, you know, I understand they're focused on their job and they need to yeah. do that, but everybody has to be conscious of each other. I think like a visual equivalent is like a photographer knowing when to turn off their flash. Like a flash was going <laughs> off like constantly throughout the wedding all the time. That would be super annoying for everyone involved. Well, and plus, so it's like, true. It's not like they can't use That's the flash, but pretty just, bad. you know, like know what situation really needs to use it or not. Yep. And, and I don't know. It's just kind of silly. Well, it, it's that... It's, it's really just the managing expectations because in yeah. some cases, maybe the bride and groom, like they've wanted to work with this photographer the last like four years. And you know, the videography was a second thought. It's like, if that's the Happens. case, <laughs> let's have that conversation ahead of time. So I'm not getting frustrated. And maybe they're like, you know what? We don't even want audio. Just do music over the whole thing. It's like, all right, well that makes our job easier. And I'm not stressed out while I'm shooting. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I mean, and like you said, managing expectations, there's yeah. only, sometimes there's only so much we can do, mm -hmm. you know, some things get overlooked and some, sometimes there's just that urgency that you're just like, okay, well, they've already set up without, you know, any thought to what we need to do next. And it's just like, shoot and don't miss the moment. Yeah. And then we work with that and that's fine. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it just, you know, there's certain things you got to deal with and we have to have those conversations afterwards, but yeah. So uh, I'm getting ready to head out here, but I'll let you guys keep running because I think there's a couple more things we'll talk about. No, you're good. We'll wrap um, up. I think so we just there's things up. we can talk about next next for, week. For clarity, I didn't. I, I misspoke earlier. I think the quote was, "I will never recommend a wedding photographer I that doesn't offer, yeah, specifically yeah. offer, because that's that. where it goes back mm. to the management of the expectations of the uh, of the wedding yeah. uh, well, party." To quote, to quote you directly, it says, no "I only more. recommend wedding photographers that offer to use silent shutter." Yeah. So yes. So that that's one thing, and then two, I'm not ragging on the two photographers that shot that wedding, they did a great job and their first photos turned out excellent. Mm. Um, this is more of us just having a conversation about yeah. things that we learn along the process. And I, in hindsight, I wish I could have either talked to the bride and groom or at least the photographer ahead of time about it. Yep. So. Well, and unfortunately, I think that when you put stuff online, sometimes there's the, uh, you know, the, it maybe it sounds more malicious in your own head than it really is. Screw you, know? you your photos suck. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It's just that negative connotation. <laughs> I think there's a lot of that going on and that plays into most of that, but right. 
Yeah. I get it. We're not infallible. We'll make mistakes, and maybe this is one of them. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. 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 Let us shoot in log for you. <laughs> what about you? You, you in the comments <laughs> there? What do you think about photos and video? Do you think it's you think it's dumb that that we even get audio? What do you think? It should. Uh, should every camera just be louder? Should we like add speakers <laughs> to make them louder for ceremony? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That'd be good. I like that feature. Um, well, right. Awesome, guys. Let's, let's we're going to wrap this thing up. Yeah. Tristan's got some stuff to do tonight, so we're going to get this thing wrapped up. We Episode two. Yeah. Um, okay, there was, there was two other things. Uh, Google algorithm we'll talk about next time all of mm -hmm. us are together. And the biggest thing was last on the list. It was the thing that I've wanted to talk I about know. for like four months now. <laughs> we we put out a podcast mm -hmm. like seven, eight months ago, maybe. Probably longer than that. Yeah, because it was. Probably. this would have been during season two and I think probably halfway through. So, I mean, it's yeah, probably right. been about a year and a half, something yeah. like that. So, there was a, a, a camera coming out at the time that was leaked. And it, it may have not mm -hmm. even came out, right? Like, it was a leak. So, it's all hypothetical. And we put out a whole podcast talking about it. We'll have a link for that. Yep. And um, this was supposed to be the greatest camera ever. And then just a couple months ago, it got announced. Yes. And we, uh, I really want to talk about how closely it met the expectations that we talked about in the previous uh, podcast and whether or not it's actually everything it was going to be and whether or not it's what it could be. And uh, that's something I really look forward to. So hopefully you guys get a check in in about two weeks and we'll uh, talk about one of the coolest cameras to ever come out. Heck yeah. Maybe, maybe all it's right. terrible. Since I introed us all, I guess I'll roll the outro. We are doing music and stuff. Do you have something to say, Tristan? Oh, no. While no? it's playing out, I think Cole's got some things to say. Yeah. yeah. What do uh, we got? You can uh, listen to the podcast on all the major platforms. Oh, yeah. um, you can also watch it on YouTube. Uh, we'll have Sweet. links uh, in, on, or, sorry, on the Triflix cast Instagram page um, and our website, all the good places to find us. Um, you'll be able to see clips on some of our other uh, social media platforms. So check that out. Um, we're at Triflix LLC on everything else and then Triflix cast on Instagram if you want to check out that. And then our website is triflix.com if you want to see who we are, what we do, and get a hold of us. All Thanks right. for listening, guys. Play that outro, Jamie. Woo! Yeah, where did we hear that music? Hey, yeah. one more thing, ladies and gentlemen, as we play this out and dance to some sweet vibes. If you guys are interested or you know somebody that might want to come on the podcast, uh, hit us up. Maybe, uh, maybe they'd be a good fit. We'd love to talk to you. Yeah. Peace. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Have a good day. <laughs> that too. <laughs>